Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Food No Tea. Your hostess with the most is. <laughs> I'm Latricia Nicole. <laughs> and I'm Shimon W. Who, girl, you so corny. <laughs> I've always wanted to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, today we are going to be discussing keeping the faith and not giving up. Just hold on. Siobhan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody needs um somebody to sing at their local church choir, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do that. I just want to sing solos at your wedding. That's it. Um, but back to the subject at hand. <laughs> uh yeah, keeping the faith. Uh, hold on, don't give up. <sighs> and I think this is something that should be addressed on a daily basis because life tries you on a daily basis, I tell you. Girl, listen. So you 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 open up with this one because listen, my negative juices are flowing with this one. Like Girl. <laughs> Girl, let me tell you, it must be in the air, cause baby, like you know. Okay, so obviously the topic is self-explanatory, keeping the faith, having faith. For this is me literally um, freestyling. This is not verbatim from the Bible, but faith is the the substance of things. What is it, Sean? Things not seen. Yeah. Man, let me break it down. <laughs> so how do you have faith in something like you you have faith that something is going to turn out a certain way, but the circumstances don't look like it's headed in that direction? Or what if the circumstances don't happen how you wanted it to happen and you had all the faith in the world and you did what you were supposed to do? You prayed and you, you know, you listened to your your, your sermons or you went to church and you had your gospel music blaring and you talked to God on a daily basis, you know, and then what you've been praying for just falls through, right? So how is it? that you keep the faith in that kind of circumstance. But not just only that, because say for, like, I'm not going to lie. Today, I had one of those moments. I did. And I was like, are you serious? Like, I prayed for this and not, it just fell through. Really? Like, what else was I supposed to do? You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm being vulnerable right now. I had that moment today. So, but I think like, and I'm not typically that person. So I think over time, you know, things will build up and build up. And then you come to this point to where it your, your faith is tested. Put it that right. way. It's tested and it's tested in a, in a major way. When you're in the moment, let me put it that way, it seems major. But I'm pretty sure like maybe a couple of weeks from now or even tomorrow, I may look back at today and be like, damn, bro, you were tripping. But right. in that moment, when you're in that moment, 
how is it to keep how how can you keep the faith when you have faith for so long and you were praying for this thing to happen and you kept a positive mindset and you spoke it as it was supposed to happen i think you know for me what i've learned in hindsight not in the middle of the storm because honestly when you need faith the most is during a storm like and your storm might be different each time it might be a thunderstorm today it might be Katrina Jr. tomorrow. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't always apply this during the storm. But what I will say is that each and every time in hindsight, what I've realized is, is that sometimes we put our faith in, in the wrong place. And what I mean hmm, by that mean? is our faith might be give me the C-Class Mercedes. Oh, God, I really want this Mercedes. Please bless me with this. I, I need this. And we believe it in God. And I'm on, I'm using tangible things because that's the thing that's easiest for us to relate. But let's be for real. We have faith in healing. We have faith in our health. You know, different things. Um, So we might be believing in God, praying, um, fasting, and believing in God for this C-class Mercedes, right? And it fall through. You, they tell you, okay, go home. When you come back on Wednesday, we're going to hand you the keys and you're going to get it. You get that Wednesday, and I'm sorry to tell you this, Mr. Smith, it, it didn't go through. In those instances, once again, this is my disclosure. We are not only saying, I'm not saying we just, I'm just only using this um, as a point of illustration, I guess, because it's sometimes easier for people to relate with tangible things. So instead of us having faith in God that we're going to have a reliable, let's say luxury vehicle, because remember we said taking the limits off God, right? We mm -hmm. had our hearts set on a C-class Mercedes, and three months down the line, God didn't bless you with a Maserati. Mm -hmm. So I think that sometimes, because remember, mm -hmm. we've talked about this in previous episodes, we don't always know what's best. We think we know what we want. We think we know what's best for us. Let's be for real. Most of the time, we plan our life to go a certain way, and it, it ends up going the complete opposite and unforeseen direction. Most of what we're doing as adults now is not what we thought we would be doing. Most of the people that we're in a relationship now are not the people we thought we would be in a relationship with. Most of the you know, I got two boys and a girl is not what we thought we were going to. You know what I mean? Like we planned it one way and it ended up happening another way. So sometimes I think it's the easiest thing for us to do is to put our faith in a certain outcome as opposed to putting our faith where we're supposed to put it, which is God or our higher power to do what's in his will. And how it's supposed to be. We want it how we're supposed to be. And I think that's why when it don't go our way, we feel let down. And our faith feels tested because we feel like we're supposed to ask and we shall receive. Because, you know, that's what the memes say and that's what it says in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. But I think we always leave out the part of whatever is in his will. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I agree with that. Whatever is in his will. I agree. I mean, let's I be agree. real. When we're in the middle of the 
Yeah, you don't, because then you <laughs> wonder too. But what if my thing was so so small? Like, what? Like, I'm not around here asking for C class Mercedes. You know, I just wanted a piece of bubble gum, and you couldn't even give me a bubble gum. But it was small you know something. To, but it was small to you. Mm-hmm. That one piece mm-hmm. of bubble gum could have caused you to have a cavity that could have turned into an abscess that could have landed you in the hospital fighting for your life. Ooh, girl, you better preach. I'm literally, and you know this is the truth, literally just called you, today is Tuesday, so I called you, what, yesterday? Like. Uh, yeah, yeah, Monday, yeah. <laughs> these are, yeah. This, this is literally something that I'm learning, and I'm going to tell you what I really believe. I believe that, um, and this is not against what other people believe in. I can only say what I believe in, and I believe in God. So. I honestly believe that because, you know, sometimes we had those moments where something happened and we'd be looking around like, OK, God, this again. Why? Why is this happening again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that that sometimes God will put us in the most unbearable situations so that when you're pulled out of the situation, you have no mm-hmm. other choice but to give God the glory. Amen. I tell Shabani that's true all the time. Literally where I am in life right now, spiritual, spiritually and with tangible things, I'm going to be honest with you, is absolutely not where I thought that I would be. And it never made sense on paper. Mm. It never, ever, ever made sense on paper. None, mm. none of it made sense on paper. It's true. And that's how you know, like you said, you have to give that glory to yeah. God because it, it would only be him that would allow those things to happen. Right. Like it happened and how it happened. Right. You know. And I think that sometimes when we are in the middle of what seems like the worst moment, what seems like the most horrible times of our life, are we asking God to fix it the way we want him to fix it or are we are we really telling God, you know what, God, I don't know what's going on right now, but I trust you that it's all going to work together for my greater good. Mm, mm, mm. Do we really do mm. that? And do we really do that every single time? Nope. <laughs> every single, because you know, sometimes, like, I'm not going to lie, I sure didn't do that today. But every other time I'll do it. But today I was just like, oh my goodness. And you know Ugh. why? Because if if I had to guess, I would assume that every other time you do it because where you are and what's testing your faith is not a quote-unquote life or death situation. This wasn't either. Not, this one life or death. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being, I was just, I'm not going to lie. I think I was just being a spoiled brat earlier. I'm not going to lie. And I think that sometimes in those moments, not all the time, because listen, we are human. Like, bro, you, you might have really just wanted your piece of bubble gum and you ain't get it. So, you know, whatever. But True. I think that, and it, this literally ties into taking the limits off. Like, we really are over here asking God to bless us with the apartment 
in downtown Houston. The mm-hmm. nice high rise downtown, you know, and God mm-hmm. got a mansion in the country club. Like, mm-hmm. I think that the hardest thing about faith is and I, I'm literally somebody will, will tell me once they listen to this I'm literally paraphrasing but how can we say that faith is the substance of things unknown but then we haven't having faith in the things that we know if that makes sense but we have a thing but we're having again. faith in the things that we know hmm how is faith the substance mm. of things unknown and we are holding on to faith of the things that we know? Mm. How are we having faith that the front door is going to open because I can see the front door? Mm. That's easy to have faith in. Mm. But do we have faith that something is behind the front door that God going to open up another door for us? No, we, we let's be for real. We never do that. We have in faith that we're going to get the job that we interviewed for today. Mm. We're not having faith in a job that we don't even know that's on its way to us. Right. Mm. Right. When I first, mm. how I met Siobhan, we used to work together. And um, I tell people this all apply for a job at a fairly popular company where we're from, right? And, um, I remember I was just like praying, like, I hope they call me back. Oh, my God. Like, I really want this job because the job I, I was working at the time, um, I was like in the process of going through a divorce. I was making, I wasn't making minimum wage, but it was definitely a cut in pay. I hated the hours. You know, I was trying to figure out life as a single mom. And so I had um, applied for a job at this fairly popular company. And I was like, oh, you know, God, I, I really hope they call me back. I hope they call me back. I hope they call me back. I hope they call me back. And so I had, because of everything I was going through, I had recently changed my phone number, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so I got a, a call from an unknown number. I'll never forget this. I was sitting in the parking lot at the job that I was at. I got a call from an unknown number. And because, I mean, we've been transparent here. I knew it wasn't a bill collector because I had just changed my number, right? <laughs> And so um, I answered because under normal circumstances with the old number, you know, people might have been calling saying I owed them a coin or something. And so I wouldn't answer. So I answered the number because I'm like, I know it's not a bill collector. And it was a lady. She called me and she said, hey, I'm calling from such and such company. That wasn't the company that I was praying to God would call me back. Right. And she was like, I'm calling for such a company. And I had never even really heard of this company before. And she was like, uh you have time to answer some questions? Just want to do a quick interview over the phone? I'm like, okay, yeah. She asked me some questions. I'm still not even knowing. She was like, okay, well, I want to get you set up for an interview. And so she asked me, um, she said, well, are you working now? I said, yeah. She said, what's your hours? I said, um, I'm working 12 to 7. No, I was working 12 to 8. And she said, oh, oh, we can do a lot better than that. We don't even stay open that late at night. And I'm like, Oh ma'am, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> but went ahead and signed up for the interview, and it's literally the same job that I'm still at now. I had changed my number. Don't I? I I I don't didn't. I've only applied for the company, the popular company, right? The fairly popular company. So this day, I don't know how those people got got my number, and 
I'm still at the job. Still at the job. Um, I think I'm on like my fifth position at the job. Like it was nothing but a blessing. But I literally was over here praying for God to give me this other job. And out of nowhere, here come you know. It's I think the sometimes the issue is that we have faith in the wrong thing. Is the point of that story? Mm. We don't have faith to be guided to where we're supposed to be because as human beings, we want to know how everything is going to happen. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's the hard part. But like I said earlier, who in the heck wants to hear all of that when you're in the middle of a storm? That's true. <laughs> that's true. That is so true. So what do you do when you're in the middle of the storm? That's the question. That's what I was going to ask you. So, like, what can you do to get out <laughs> of that funk? You know, how can so, um, I don't have the answer for what do you do when you're in the middle of a storm. But what I do know that I think the right thing to do is, or not to do, rather, is to not give up. I think that I do believe that there's always um, an enemy or some type of spiritual force that goes against what you believe in, right? Like a negative spiritual force. And I think that the ultimate goal is to play with your head and make you think that this is it and to give up. I think if you give up, like I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself. When I was living outside of the will of God and I was out here just doing whatever, I didn't have any worries. Like, I always had money. I I didn't have a care in the world. I was I was not under what I now feel like is an attack. So how does that work? How is it? Because I said that earlier. I, I kid you not. Like, if I was I earlier, some to the effect of if I was out there selling drugs or killing or something like that, then, you know, I wouldn't be going through all this. I'm telling you, I used to hate before I started like this spiritual journey that I'm on. I used to hate seeing memes that say, oh, things get the worst before they get better. Or you're under such a great attack because uh, you don't know the blessing that's waiting on you. I now know for a fact, like a real fact, that that's the absolute truth. Mm. I think the greater the attack, the greater the blessing. I really believe that. I agree. I'm more fearful of the people that's not under a spiritual attack. Oh wow, that's deep. I I I can I can only that's why we need to have like a live event. Cause this is way too long for. But I can tell you this. When I was living outside of the will of God, um You're saying when you I was, was out here thotting. Let's go ahead and say it. Girl, shut <laughs> up. I've never. I've never I always choose listen. I always choose my words extremely carefully, but I always try to be as transparent. Like Siobhan noticed, because Siobhan would always be like, ooh, I wouldn't have told nobody that. Or like my transparency comes across as me telling a lot of my business. But I've had so many people to tell me, like, oh my God, I like because of you, I you know. So let me say this without touching deep on the subject and this is me being honest um a lot of ways that I'm attacked spiritually is financially I would say that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 
it's no secret to anybody that I've been married before. Mm-hmm. I knew, and I'm telling you, this is not nothing against the the last situation. God bless them. It's no ill feelings, none of that. Let me get a disclosure. But I knew when I got married that I was stepping outside of the will of God. Like I knew it for a fact. Like mm-hmm. I like clearly heard God telling me not to do it. Like. Mm-hmm on the way to the wedding like not no kidding anybody that knows me know I tell that story all the time but when I was in that situation now in hindsight I knew that like obviously my kids came from my my previous marriage so that was when I say stuff about God putting you in situations so that only God can get the glory my children is the glory from that situation however I was never attacked spiritually. And some people might say, oh, well, that's because you had a husband and, you know, two incomes. And No, that's not what it was. I literally lived outside of the will of God. And to touch on what I said earlier about us praying and having faith in the wrong things, even when God tried to remove me from the situation, I was still praying for God to fix it how I wanted God to fix it. How God ended up fixing it was literally the complete opposite of what I was praying at the time. Uh, uh, uh. I didn't have, I wasn't under the same attacks that I'm on, that I've been under now. Uh-huh. And a lot of people might say this, well, that's different. Cause you, you know, you were a single woman. So obviously if that's what you choose to believe, they're fine, but I can tell you some stories and I can explain to you this, that, when I was doing things outside of the will of God, because we always associate being outside of the will of God with like sinning. It was obviously it wasn't necessarily a sin for me to get married, but I knew that that wasn't what God wanted me to do at the time. Mm. Like I honestly knew that. So you could it you ha- you have to have the right perspective for things. I literally lived my life for quite some time outside of the will of God. I didn't have the same attacks that I'm having now. When I first started having a text, now I, this is the honest to God truth. I never had this thought. But now where I'm at on this spiritual journey, I could understand why I started having a text because I think it was designed to send me back to that situation. But I never gave up. And that's why I said, I don't know the real answer, but I know what not to do. And I know that when you feel like you're being attacked and your faith is being attacked, you one, you have to check to make sure your faith is in the right place. Like, are you believing in God for the right thing? Or are you believing in God for what you want? Because what we want ain't most of the time is not right or not the will of God. The second thing is, I know that the real answer is not to give up. Like, I literally just told Siobhan this. I had to have a conversation with myself last week, and I was like, okay, all right, devil, well, you can keep doing X, Y, Z, but I'm not giving up. That's just that. I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm not going backwards. I'm not doing whatever. So, in my, me being transparent, I don't know the answer to what do you do when your faith is under attack? What do you do when your faith is shaking? But what I can tell you is if it seems like it's getting harder and harder and harder, you better, better, better let God know that you trust in him for what he's trying to take you. Because it's definitely once you listen to this recording, get off of the recording and sit and think about what your attack is and think about what do you see in your in your flesh, what do you think the answers to what you're going through would be? Like, 
if you having a problem at work on a job, are you sitting there thinking, let me quit my job? Like, think about it from that perspective. Think about, well, maybe I am having a problem with my boss. Maybe they are picking on me at work. But maybe that's the enemy that's trying to get me to quit my job right now. And that's not what I need to do. Like, I think looking at it from a different perspective will help you get through some of the storms that come to because it, it really only tests your faith like when you read those memes that say stuff like uh the moment that you decide to give up is usually the moment before the breakthrough or something like that i can tell you from personal experience like that is the absolute truth the absolute truth the the I, I can't even begin to. I, I um I like I literally am sitting here like with tears in my eyes if I think about a lot of things that I had faith in that <laughs> was complete foolishness. <laughs> and it's like, look at what God really wanted you to be. Look at what God really wanted you to be. I told Siobhan is now. This is me being extra transparent, and I'm gonna stop because at this point. Um, recently I had an issue where I had a lot of money that was stuck in the middle of God knows where, and I mean a lot of money, and I ain't talking about it was lost. I tried to send it somewhere. It didn't get to where it was supposed to go, and I didn't know where it was at. I just knew it wasn't with me no more. (laughs) (laughs) But I literally told Siobhan, in hindsight, had I had the money, I would have blown it instead of sitting on it literally told her that because now I kind of understand something that don't mean that it makes like whatever you're going through any less painful but sometimes you have to ask yourself like what is God protecting you from and sometimes the answer to that question is your own self Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah that's it for me because I feel the tears coming because I'm just that was good. Well, we can wrap it up then. After that you, was good. No. After you listen to this, you really have to take time. And sometimes a change of perspective will get you through some of the worst things. Ask yourself, how did God protect me from me? 